Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. By the way, I'm mad at you. Why? You bought the last like thing of whatever it was at Barnes and Noble. Exit strategy? Yeah, and I was mad. Yeah, I know that was the only one. That's why I bought it. <laughs> I was mad because I tried to go buy it and then I was like, God damn it, I forgot Mason came to get it and now I'm stuck and I'm screwed. Well, I'm buying network effect before in a couple of weeks. So don't okay, you dare take that in one. In that case, go get it today. Well, we're not reading that one for a while, so go get it today. I don't want to spend money today. So I have to go get it today. I'd rather you did it. Please. Best buddy. Friend. I think I might go get it today. I'm just kidding. Maybe Bitch. I'm, I'm hey, kidding. but this is going to be great. Uh, Either beginning a show or end a show content. It is. Howdy, y'all. It's Bibliophobia. Back at it again. In the grind. Grinding all our lives. We're, we're doing it. We're... We're kicking ass. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that what we're doing now? Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're sitting here and we're kicking ass. Um, I'm sitting here and talking to you and yeah. Are you saying you're on your phone? Fucking rude. I got a text message. And so I got a text I message. I was making sure it wasn't anything important and it's not. 90% of the time, no text is ever important. You never know. Maybe Mike wants to text me and tell me something blew up or uh, I have to fix something that blew up. Um, I don't know. We would hear it. He's literally right outside. That's just a metaphor because um, maybe I have to fix something that he messed up per usual. Is this your eg- exit strategy? Yes. <laughs> All right, cool. Speaking of exit strategy, we're talking about the final uh, book four in the Murderbot Diaries, exit strategy. We would have been talking about book three. But because both of my co-hosts failed me. Oops. Oh, wait. Is that what I am now? A co-host? I don't know. You're something. I thought I was just a guest. A very consistent guest. You're a very consistent guest who I was trying to be nice and call you a co-host. But you can forget that now. So nice. I take it back. You know what? Now I'm going to go buy that book. (laughs) Do it. See what happens. I know what car you drive. Anyway, like the uh, only one with the rogue sticker on it in town anywhere. Yes. Um, uh, to summarize, um, we we're gonna do book three. No one failed me. We were gonna do book three. Just the life got in the way, and I'm ready to uh, get into our next segment. So, but I'm gonna give my quick thoughts on Rogue Protocol. I know Angel liked it. I really liked it a lot. It's not my favorite of the four books, um, but it's uh, good nonetheless. Um, it basically. Um, you have the character character that big standouts is the character Miki. It's um him, or it however you want to call it, whatever you want to call it, Murderbot. Just seeing the a new kind of relationship between um a human and an a robot a sec unit because Miki was a robot who who really considered her human owners her friends, 
and then she dies. It's really sad. And then murder at the end, Murderbot's like, you know what? I'm gonna go give Mensa this incriminating data on Grey Chris, these corporations. I'm gonna give it to her in person, which is a big step for him. And then we are at exit strategy. Allison, did you like exit strategy? Yes. And to be fair, which is why we're doing this, I read exit strategy before doing rogue protocol. And I went stupid because this whole book was confusing AF for me. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I skipped a book. I love how you didn't real go back to like the also by Martha Wells and see, oh, there's a whole other book I just skipped. I don't know. It literally what. lists all systems read, artificial condition, rogue protocol. I also had the ebook, so it was like is the audio version. So it wasn't like I had the physical copy because... It's also even more rude because we work for Ro the Rogue Media Network, which is amazing. And the book is called Rogue Protocol. It would have been so meta. I and know. you just ruined it. You I and know. Angel. Angel, if you ever listen to this, you're a bitch. I'm kidding. I mean... Angel's awesome. It's just... I don't know why I, in my head, I was like, all systems, this one, exit strategy, and then done. And I was like, wait... The good news is the next we're actually going to tackle a full novel next after we finish this episode, and it's a big one, and I'm excited, and you I can't know. mess that one up. So you I can't know. skip that one. If you do, uh, there's something wrong with you. This one is, I try to avoid this next one for years at all cost, and well, well, we'll save that for I the end. We'll I save have that for no the end. more change to give it. No, we'll save that for the end. You just keep listening, everybody, and you will hear. What the next book is but now let's go back to exit strategy before we get too off course overall i love this book um again um if i had to rate all four this would be my second favorite after all systems read um what did you feel about it i think as far as action pack this one like you said fits right up next to all systems right yeah. this definitely was a steady build up until the very end yeah and then it's just non-stop for about 30 pages until you get to the very end where it's just everything lulled and everything has time to breathe yeah it's it was interesting just seeing everything how it plays out and then i found it funny that he basically got caught being a rogue unit yeah but just got away with it yeah and then just yeah, and then luckily, quote unquote, found his owners, mm -hmm. and so it's like it worked out in a sense that he was was rogue. But then it's also like, oh, haha, here are my owners. You can't <laughs> get me now. Mm -hmm. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting how she went about that, and I was like, oh no, he's gonna get caught. He's mm -hmm. gonna get captured. He's and gonna get destroyed. Yeah. I did you think it was interesting? Um, because I I because. Book three ends with the cliffhanger. I'm going to go back to see Dr. Mensa. Did you expect that we were going to see a bunch of the old, uh, ca a bunch of the characters from the first book again? Or did you think it was just going to be I, him by himself? Or I, I thought it was going to be him by himself. I didn't realize he was going to like reconnect with people too. I kind of figured that he was going to see other people because it's like, how can you not see Dr. Mensa and then not see the others? That's fair, yeah. Because knowing how the first book was it's like there's no way that he they all went, just went away yeah that they separated went their own ways which happens sometimes but it's like there's no way there's no way that the entire team left mm -hmm. and so i was like there's he has to see at least 
a few of them but for him to see all of them was like okay yeah i'm kind of happy she went about it that way a lot of character development for murderbot in this yeah did you um anything stick out to you i think he's starting to get more comfortable being human or trying to be human yeah like the concept to him isn't as scary as the reality it's still uncomfortable for him but it's not anywhere near as bad as it was from the beginning or even the second book because he was so uncomfortable trying to be human that it only made it more obvious and this one it's seems so much more fluid and you know relaxed but i mean in the end he did get like uncovered and everything but I think it, it felt more natural. I feel that. I feel that. What did you, um, anything that you didn't like about this? Not really. I Like, I'm not a big, like, overly picker when it comes, like, I don't overpick things. especially Nitpick. Yeah, especially when I first read a book. So books and movies, the first go around, it's pure enjoyment. Anything after that, that's when I start to nitpick stuff. Mm-hmm. So this, once I, I'll probably reread it and start picking out what I don't like. But mm-hmm. I do feel like, um, even though it's short, it does take a while to for stuff to start happening because it's been a lot of time building up. Okay, where is she? Okay, she's here. How am I gonna get there? I get there. Okay, now I gotta find her. Uh, how do I find her? And then it just kind of keeps happening in that s- sequential order, and it's. It is entertaining, mostly because of his inner dialogue, talking to himself. He's yeah. writing it all. Yeah, and I really enjoy that when he finally meets the others, how they're trying, they pull the, it's like almost like they revert back to the first book. They, they're they trying to create this big plan, and it's like, okay, how do we do this? What do we do, guys? Mm. Murderbot? And then he's just like, uh. I don't fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> and then they're like, crap. Crap, crap, crap. And then he's like, uh, maybe we could do this. And he's like, good job, murderbot. Or then, or when a human comes up with an idea, he's like, well, wait, actually, that's not, that's not terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's funny that, you know, it almost did revert back to all systems red because it seemed, I guess that's part of the whole, it seemed so natural because the group's back together. Nothing seems to change between them. Mm-hmm. Especially since I feel he may have been, I don't know, there's a, he was missing some, he, he made connections along the way, with Art and then Miki and Rogue Protocol and, mm-hmm. and even in Tapan in the second, and he, he connects connections with humans, he's just becoming more and more used to the idea, he wants to go back to his original, I guess his original crew, or his protectors or something. Yeah, and it, I think this only solidifies that he's comfortable with them because he's, he doesn't have to, to pretend really with them they know what he is they know that and he even says that yeah. yeah and like they know that what he is who he is how he is and why he's like that and for the most part accept him for yeah. it yeah and so and, which i think he didn't understand how much he actually needed not having to pretend because the second and the third he's pretending the first entire. he's pretending he's just a human the third he's pretending he's a controlled sec unit until he can't so 
Yeah, and so I think this one is nice just because he's there is really no pretending. And I think it's just those main, I guess not main characters, but their original characters from the first book is what helped to kind of get them out of that shell again. Uh, any particular sequences you really enjoy or that stuck out for you? I got mine, but I want to see if you had anything you remembered. I kind of enjoyed when they when he was trying to get Dr. Mintz out. Oh yeah, when he um when she's held captive by the mm-hmm. sec unit and those three guards and yeah. they very quickly sec unit first, just take and then ev- you and push the sec unit to take out the other guys. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah, that's probably my favorite little piece of that book cuz when I got into it and was reading the plan for them to get out, I was like, "Ooh, I kind of want to see how uh, she does this how it comes about <laughs> mine would have to be when that uh, code deport deploy and delay when you just have all the drones and all the construction machines just flying around each other trying to distract everybody which i want to see if i ever see it either animated or in a video game or in a tv show i want to see that just because it it, it it sometimes just you want to you really want to physically see all the chaos unfolding and uh, Martha Wells does a really great job at describing it, and then you have that one sec unit. He takes out two easily, and there's that one, the one guy, the final boss that just is not going down, which is great. I yeah, that one was very intense, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, for this book series, I've been deciding to listen to it on audiobook, mm-hmm. and I also slightly. I'm a little sad because I wish I had like the physical copies and which I've said before we actually started. You took the last one from Barnes and Noble. Okay. You, why are you acting like I haven't seen your Amazon wish list? Just order them from Amazon if you want them so bad. Because uh, then I have to wait. And why am I going to wait when I can just go buy them and have them? Yeah, but we've been doing this for four weeks now. You would have had them by now. And I'm assuming you have Prime. No. Well, then you still would have had them by now. There's an Amazon warehouse, literally 20 minutes from this location. But they dumb. They still tell you like two days, two, three days. I ain't got two, three days. Because what if I, I, I got like... You're one of the humans. He would be annoyed by having to protect all the time. Um, I'd be like, okay, bye. I'm going <sighs> to be dead. I go die. Uh, that would literally be me. Yes, that's what would be you. Um, I think we're gonna keep this episode a little short today, guys. I mean, I love. Did you? Did you? Of the books, of the three books, you read. Did you enjoy the series? Yes. Because uh, I do want us to do Network Effect, the next book, Network Effect. Because oh. my plan is is to go buy the series, and actually read them. You know, there's all a, of them. You know, there's a there's four novellas, and then there's a novel, and then there's another novella. There's another novel coming out in November. That's a, we've said it before, if you guys are listening. And there's two more books coming after that. So it's a big series. Exactly. They're like 20 bucks each. So therefore, you need the whole series. So that that way, by the time the next book comes out, like I read them all now, by the time November comes around, I need to reread them all so I know what's going on. So then I read that one. And then when the next one happens... That I is to, fair. I mean, I'm see? not. Ju- I'm judging you. I, I bought all the Dark Tower books. Before I was even done with book two, so. Yeah, see? See, so therefore I need all of them. So I know what's going on, because what if I forget? 
I'm like, I don't know what Murderbot did. All I know is he's Murderbot. Sorry for the kind of sh- really shorter episode today, guys. But um, yeah, we got a lot of cool crossovers coming out. And then, but while while I'm doing that, I'm gonna have everyone takes a. Allison, you wanna give me a quick drum roll, please? I don't know how to drum roll, dude. I'm not. I'm, Just do that, please. I'm not a very musically inclined person. I only volunteer for TMC. All right, as I said at the beginning of our Sci-Fi Month, or I guess Sci-Fi Tri Week, again. My co-hosts, my co, co my co-readers, failed me. I'm kidding. I'm just having fun. Um, we are going into fantasy, and I was it was tough for me because I want to. There's there's a lot of fantasy books out. There's a lot of authors I want to read, but there's also some books I want to because there's a lot of books I want to make Allison and Angel read. But we only have so much time, and also I only have so much time. Wait, what? Time is not of the essence. No, it's never of the essence, but we only have so much time in the world. Um, we are going to be reading, it's the, most, it's the most popular, one, arguably the most popular book series. Well, not the, one of the most popular book series, especially the last 10 years. I would say it's more of a popular TV series. Well, it's still a really popular anything. book series. You you just you, you, well, you also don't read, and you've never read or watched either of these things. So There's a reason for it, because it's a... Uh, it's a thing, and so I'm like, mm, why, we're going to be doing the first be- book for Fantasy Month. We're going to split it up into four parts: A Game of Thrones by the great George R. R. Martin. After what we'll do after that, I have no idea, yeah, but uh, it's going to be A Game of Thrones with me, Alice, and Angel. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Angel's started ha- has the book. He's been watching the show, so it's going to be easier for him. Allison has never seen the show. I've seen the show and read the books. So, so I'm gonna have to read the book and watch a season. No, we don't do adaptations around here. You know that. I mean, but you can watch it. I just mean, what do we do about the mist then? Well, that was just fun, just because we both watched it. We don't have to do it. Did did a uh, did a uh, did a uh, Night of the Mannequins have an adaptation? I don't know. Do any of these have adaptations? I don't know. We're kind of rambling this episode. But yeah, we'll be doing. I'm tech, assuming no. Uh, we'll be tackling a, a Game of Thrones, the three of us. So uh, please look forward to that. And I get we got some guests. We crossovers happening soon. So we're gonna keep pumping out the content. Um, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Anyway, so listening, mom, if you're hearing this, I'm recording on your birthday. Love you. Happy birthday. This will come out like a month after, but love you anyway. Allison, you want to shout out anybody or any shows you want to hype up that are starting soon? I mean, I have mine, which Mike has officially named Mop, but <laughs> it's Mysteries of the Paranormal. Well, what is it? What's it about? It's about cryptids, mythology, and folklore. Mythology sure. and folklore. Yeah. So oh, cool. that one's going to be interesting. Has it started yet, or are you uh, you're still just recording? First episode's coming out today, which uh, I... Sa- so we'll be coming out on Saturdays along with us? Yes. All right, so fellow Rogue Media listeners, you'll have two episodes with two awesome people to look forward to. Thank you for listening. Um, two awesome people. Where's Angel? Oh, uh, you, hey, Mason. How you doing? Uh, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Again, The Murderbot Diaries by Martha Wells, an awesome series. We haven't done it as much love in this episode, but it's great. They're short, concise, 160 pages less than novellas are at least. A funny character and a tragic character of Murderbot. He... At the end of Exit Strategy, he finally finds... So he he looks like he's starting to find some peace within himself and with his situation. And it's things are looking up. Whether or not network effect, whenever we get to it, we'll keep up that 
hope. We'll I'm see. Excited. Though I am excited. Though I kind of doubt it. Obviously, it it's gonna get sad because each of these books have been sad. But uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. What the fuck was that? I don't know.